Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves in one. My name is Rich LeBrun, and I am the founder and CEO of LeBrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let me introduce you to Nicole Grinnell. Now, Nicole's been on our show before. She's the CEO of Boson Solutions, which is a staffing company. Uh, Nicole comes from a long line of entrepreneurs and small business owners with childhood memories of Christmas resembling episodes of Shark Tank. <laughs> she excelled with her small business background and work ethic. And after founding Bosom, she also became a founder of Miked Up Booking nearly seven years ago. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Her goal is to show business owners how the power of podcasting can lead to them, lead them to impact, impactful connections. She is a client of her own services and firmly believes that podcasting is a form of marketing that can lead to great networking opportunities. Nicole lives in Atlanta with her family. And with that said, welcome, Nicole, back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Rich. Excited to be back again. Yeah, yeah, me too. And from a whole different perspective. Uh, we're both yeah. podcasters, so we have something in common there. And uh, <laughs> so it's going to be fun fun to talk about. But but we know you from before. We started your uh, staffing company, okay? Mm -hmm. And you've been very, very successful in that. And there's an episode on our podcast that you can listen to all about that story but seven years ago you got the itch right the the whatever the entrepreneur thing is i gotta do something else and what yeah. so tell us about mic'd up why did you get into that business seems a little bit uh uh out of out of the uh, norm of a staffing company but maybe <laughs> not so uh so nicole go ahead and tell us your story yeah so i think you know the overarching theme of i would say my professional career is trying to find solutions. And that's really how Boson, the staffing company came to be, was out of a solution and a gap that I saw within the staffing market. And so we provided that. And along that way of working alongside of other entrepreneurs and business owners, we saw another need that was out there, which was really how do I promote my business? How do I gain exposure? How do I build credibility and build my network when I don't have $20,000, $30,000 ad spends. And, and I don't even know how to tap into that world. And so we really about seven years ago developed this system. I feel like we kind of grew up with podcasts as it was really booming and created this amazing network of hosts that we work with. And it, we just found that it was such a great, not only price point, but really a great connection that our clients were able to go in open up their network, obviously appeal to other audiences and really get their story and who they were out there. And so we kind of were doing that underground through Boson. And there, and about two or three years ago, we realized this does not belong in staffing. Just like you said, like, okay, what is this thing that you're doing over here? And that's when we really launched Miked Up as its own formal company. So been doing it a while, but officially the last couple of years. Okay. So, um, you were early and not necessarily first in, but you were early adopter. You know, yeah. everybody seems to be getting on the podcast train today. But what are some things that you uh, learned? Do uh, you learn today what you would do differently if you're speaking to yourself seven years ago about podcasting? 
Yeah. So I think I actually would have kind of taken what we were doing for clients and done it myself faster. I really didn't get on that train myself um, in both in promotion of my staffing company really the last couple of years. But what I found was it, you know, I struggled with print media. I struggled with you know, the Instagram posts and and how that wasn't connecting to a client. It wasn't converting like I wanted it to. And we went down roads of marketing companies and there's a time and a place for that for sure. But nothing was as tangible of an ROI that I could see as opposed to sitting down, doing an interview, telling my story. And 99% of the time I would in that air and the host would say, I know people that I need to connect you with. Let me send some things off air. And so I was just kind of like, this is really working. And um, so now that's kind of our number one business development tool that we use. Okay. I imagine a lot of listeners are saying, you know, this whole idea of podcasting is like standing on stage and uh, they're facing their worst fears. Is podcasting for everybody? I think so. And, and, you know, it's funny as I literally had a call yesterday and the guy was starting a new business and he was kind of like, oh, that that's not for me. Like, I'm not for the stage. I don't like the public eye. And I was like, trust me when I say no one hates the public eye more than I do. That's not my zone of genius or enjoyment by any means. But what I said is I said, you know, you and I are having a great conversation right now. We're learning about each other's businesses. It's very natural. It's not awkward. You've learned about me. I've learned about you that's what a podcast is, right? You're not, it's not a performance. It's a connection. It's not a commercial. So I really try to encourage people to get over that fear of like, what do I have to say? I don't have anything important. Who am I? I can't do this. It just like you go into any networking event, any potential client meeting, um, any colleague or referral that you're meeting. That's what podcasting is. It's just a connection. Interesting you say that. Um, I am an introvert by nature and going to yeah. a cocktail party networking environment is probably my worst nightmare. I can, I can stand on stage and speak to a thousand people if I'm invited to, but just going into that social arena, I found podcasting to be a very comfortable networking tool for an introvert. Yeah. Cause I enjoy, I enjoy the one-on-one -on -one conversation and, uh, and you know, I find people's stories very interesting and, uh, so I think for those who are introverts out there, it's uh, really probably more conducive to you. Uh, extroverts, yeah. I think, always get it regardless, but a good pathway for introverts. <laughs> what are some of the challenges along the way? You know, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're seven years of podcasting, you probably got this thing ironed out, but what are some of the bumps in the road in the actual technical side of podcasting you had to overcome? Or did you have, did you have a coach help you with that? Oh, I would love to say that I was that advanced. Um, the funny thing is how we started it. This is a real get it done situation, right? Is I had a client that was like, hey, do you think you could get me on podcast? This was like month two of my staffing business. And I was like, of course I can. I had no idea, none. So I just started like diving into research. Like how are people getting on? Who are these hosts? What are tools? And so that's really how we started. And we were really successful with him. And then that's when we were like, okay, this is a service line. He's seeing great results and we've now tapped into it. So of course, over the years now, um, relationships like anything are our best leverage. Um, and we've got some really great relationships with not only hosts, but groups that hosts are a part of. 
Um, and I know we're kind of talking about the guests, but we actually support hosts as well. Um, and so that's really was the momentum that carried us. So I think what I would have really wanted to do more of in the beginning is dive into those relationships. Um, we were a little more relying on technology and data and and just farming it out and, and pitching people. And I think I would have rather started early on really getting to know hosts like yourself, right? And who can we bring to you and how can we serve you? And so um, but I think that goes for almost any business, right? Is really cultivating those relationships. Yeah, it's an interesting journey. And it depends what your podcast topic is. Some people just talk about things in life. Some mm -hmm. people talk about business. Uh, um, so you help the host, what, find guests, and you've helped the guests find hosts. Is that mm -hmm. kind of your formula? It is our formula. And then we have um, what we've expanded now in the last couple of years, too, is really doing all of the post-production, post-promoting, so social media, turning that into newsletters, turning it into content. Um, and we also kind of are able to do a holistic social media picture for them. So when you're getting ready to get pitched or you're getting ready to launch your show, you want to make sure that your online presence um, really reflects what you're hoping the audience to attract to. And so we have tools in place for that. So we've kind of expanded our service lines to encompass everything about our clients or our hosts. Um, but at its core, yes, we are connecting people and finding the right audience for our hosts and our guests. Now you and I are doing this video and for I, I do put, post these podcasts on YouTube. The majority of podcasts are virtually audio, right? Are you, are you finding a movement from audio to video or sticking with the audio feature? Uh, which for some is is uh, comforting because they don't have to worry about the video part. Yeah, I find that most of them are doing both. Um, they may have a an audience, just like we kind of put out promotion on many different platforms, but we may have one platform that is really where 90% of our audience is living. Um, so I think it really depends on how people are listening. Um, what we see a lot of is those videos are really turned into clips, to sound bites, to teasers, to social media Um you know, options or videos. Um, so it's not necessarily that people are sitting down and watching the show, but we are using that content as a kind of gateway to get to that actual broadcast. Um, maybe for our listeners, tell them what the difference is between doing a webinar and doing a podcast. Yeah, so a webinar, I think, is really more inviting in an active audience, um, whether they're participating and actually being able to voice um, their questions or comment. Um, so it's a little more active engagement, whereas a podcast is truly a conversation between one or two parties um, and they're really discussing topics and there's no engagement in that. So um, it's, you know, kind of the difference in a show where you see they have their audience participate or ask questions, or they're really just focused on the topics that they're hoping to present. Yeah, for me, that was a big hurdle. I had to figure out the difference because I think I needed all that content. And then when I finally, the light bulb went on, I said, no, it's a conversation about something that's important to my guests. Uh, it became a lot easier. Uh, and because the guests really provide the content as you go along. And uh, um, let's take a little commercial break. Okay. Uh, we have listeners twofold. We have people in corporate America, so maybe you could talk to see if uh, podcasting would help them. They already have a job in corporate America, uh, but they're think maybe looking at other revenue streams, maybe keep their job and do something for the fun or, or business-wise on the side. And then we have a lot of uh, 
people who own businesses already, and they're always looking for different revenue streams, different uh, ways to get uh, uh, more leads, lead generation. Okay, so using commercial, tell us specifically to them uh, how, how your how your services uh, work and how, how it would apply to each of our listeners. Yeah, so we actually get this question a lot. In fact, yesterday I had a call with an individual who had been going back and forth. He was going to try to actually have the owners of the company that he worked for go on podcast. And ultimately they said, hey, this isn't the budget. It's not what we're going to focus on. But he said, could I actually do this personally? Because I think it would really benefit me and my brand. And what he meant by that is even doing it in an individual space, especially if you are in a you know thought leader, consultative um, coach space, it really positions you as that industry expert. And so even if you are working for corporate America, but you know, I would really love to make sure that me and my brand is secure. And I am positioned in that because it helps with job searching. It helps if you go out on your own and get potential clients. So you're kind of already building up your online resume, so to speak. Um, so I think it's a great way to do even from an individual perspective and certainly doesn't deflect from any company work that you're doing. It's really even bringing more credibility to your own company because now they're like, look who I employ and listen to him on this show and how great he is and he's on our team. So um, I think it's just, it's not really, um, it's a win-win scenario is what I would say. And then of course, for the business owners, that even applies even more, right? You're really building up that credibility. You're getting your story out there. Um, obviously the services and what I have found is that sales cycle is so much shorter because once they've heard you, they've bought in, people want to know who they're working with, not just what they're working with. Um, the sales cycle became that much quicker because they're like, I've heard you, I'm ready to go. Let's, let's just get into the weeds now. Yeah, it's interesting. I think about people in the corporate America world. I came from the commercial real estate world. We had a lot of salespeople there. Their brokers, this would be a great tool for them to talk about commercial real estate in some fashion of that or some expertise that they have. Uh, again, to build their brand, build their expertise, credibility, uh, and, and enhances the company. And uh, um, how long does it take to get a, how long does the podcast need to be? Um, how do you um, help your customers navigate through all the noise of podcasting because they're, so many people are doing podcasts today and how are they going to get discovered? Yeah. So the, the way that I think what sets us apart is we are very concierge in our approach to this. So we are not mass marketing you. We are really sitting down with you and understanding what are the goals for podcasting, whether it's a business development, sales accelerator, a new network that you want to tap into, referral relationships, and then we're going to understand who that audience is, and we're going to build all of your pitch materials, so to speak, around that. So that all of the time that you are investing in filming these shows is really um, productive time. You, you are tapping into it. In some ways, it's kind of an online networking. Um, so we want to make sure that you are positioned to start tapping into those arenas that you are hoping to get into. Um, and I think that's really what makes it successful. We also have kind of post coaching that we do with our clients. So we have like a four step secret process of like, this is how you're going to get the most ROI out of this. Um, and your podcast agent is going to be sitting down with you on a monthly quarterly basis to make sure, are you capitalizing this? Are you following the four steps? This is where you see that return. And all of that is really relationship based. 
um, and making sure we we have a saying, we don't want one and done. Don't don't film your show and walk away. You want to invest that time and make sure that you are promoting it and you're investing in that relationship. Now, there's ways of monetizing podcasts directly uh, through uh, people that have commercials and people have sponsors, and obviously indirectly through lead generation. Uh, do you help them with both? Yeah, so we haven't really gotten into the sponsorship world necessarily. Um, we really more focus on the administration, the, the production of it, um, and obviously the guest. But what we do is in that system that I was kind of just describing is like, this is where that monetary ROI really comes into play. And this is how we found that to be successful. We had a client recently that really hadn't been doing that. And they were like, you know, I just don't think this works. I want to go ahead and cancel. And they sat down with their agent and started doing that. And they were like, okay, this is amazing. In fact, Jenny, who runs everything over there, had just emailed me and was like, the guy wrote back and one of the hosts that he did from last week is introducing him to his entire network. He's doing a webinar with hundreds of people. And so when you really do take those steps that we coach our clients on, that's where you're going to see that tangible ROI. Cause that's everybody wants to know is right. Is like, I can talk to anybody. How is this going to make me money? And so we mm -hmm. want to be able to have a process for that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you do have metrics. So if I were to sign up with you and cause you're, you would be, in my marketing budget per se. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would want to get an ROI on my spend. Uh, but you would have, you have a way to put metrics to this. You, I should see the needle move to some extent, right? Absolutely. And the reality is we're a month to month service. So we need to bring our value every month to continue business. And so that's why it's very important to us to sit down with our clients and make sure they are utilizing those tools um, and the coaching that we have available and promotion and all the things, because, you know, for my own experience, like I use it for my staffing company, I know it to work and I know it to work by following those steps. And so if we see a client wanting to leave or they're not seeing the tangible, we know exactly what's going wrong and want to coach them on that so they can see those results. That's great. Okay. So now you're a CEO founder of two companies. Okay. So this kind of applies to both, uh, you still have to run a company, right? You still got to navigate the the headwinds of the market and interest rates and you know uh, labor and everything else. So now you just have another company you've added to the mix. Uh, so how are you seeing the future? I'm going to use in podcasting. Uh, is it even affected by any of these market conditions? Is it growing and expanding because of the market conditions? Where, where do you see the future of uh, podcasting and how are you navigating that? Yeah. So I think we saw kind of a boom really during COVID post COVID because we all kind of went online. Right. And even if we're now going back to in person and there are businesses that are going in person and we're craving that in person, there's still this like mindset that we've all kind of been forced into that you can do business online. And so if you have a service or a product or, um, you know, a business that can be nationwide, podcasts now seemed no brainer, right? So instead of like my only business development is in my backyard and I have to go to events and I have to meet with clients, it's like, oh, I, I can do a 30 minute show and I've just tapped into this huge other network. I would have never had an opportunity to be a part of like, yeah, let's, let's do this, you know? And so I think really COVID and post COVID 
allowed that opportunity to flourish where I feel like pre-COVID, we still may have been in a mindset of like, well, I don't know these people and how does this work and how is that really going to give me a client? And we've all kind of been forced to go, no, you can do business <laughs> virtually um, and you can grow your business virtually. Yeah, I have found that people like yourselves, I only I only interview founders of companies, but I am amazed how gracious they are. And uh, to be able to take time out of their busy day, because, you know, you have, you have two companies to run, you know, and uh, uh, to share your expertise. Uh, it's an easy conversation to have. And uh, uh, it's been really, uh, everybody's been more than gracious uh, about coming on the show and, and sharing. And uh it's never been a hard conversation, uh, and I'm really the benefactor. <laughs> Nobody else is. I get a chance to meet nice people all over the world. I would never. We have podcast guests from all over the world. I would never have a chance to be in those circles. And some people at the top of their industry in in the world, um, but all they're, they're willing to get together. So uh, that is something that I've learned along the way, and I'm always trying to get it better and get the questions better and watching time and all the other type yeah. of things around business. The meeting people, it's really a, it's really a lot of fun. It is. And I, I think gen, generally people are good and, and want to give back and are happy to share knowledge and information and connections that they have to further other businesses along. I mean, anybody that's walked in those shoes knows what it feels like to be starting at day one and thinking, how do I get a client or what does this look like? And so um, I think people at their core are good and, and they want to give back. And so I think podcasting is a really cool community to be a part of, um, because typically if you are hosting a podcast, you are at a stage of wanting to give back. And so it's a really cool opportunity for guests to tap into that. And I think you're, you're a great example of taking an industry staffing. Okay. And I'm thinking outside the box, you know, of how am I going to do lead generation? How can I be a service? And I think for our listeners out there, I think they need to take note of that. You know, they, if they're just, you know, focus, if, you know, focus on whatever they're doing, their widget, they're selling. Uh, sometimes you just take a step back and say, is there another avenue? And maybe you have an expertise to share or you have an expertise to help get people together to share. You know, my, my podcast is really about getting all these founders of companies to hear their story, okay? I'm yeah. not really adding any value except for providing the platform for everybody to get together, but their stories are what everybody benefits from. So it's an indirect, indirect way uh, to do business and uh, and network and build up a build up a whole network. And from there, you can do a lot of different things. Um, so, Nicole, uh, how would you like to have people get a hold of you should they want to utilize your services? Yeah, so you can um, go to our website. It's mikedupbooking.com. So it's M-I-C-D-U-P-Booking.com. Um, and take a list, look at our services there and feel free to just fill out the contact form there and our team will get in touch with you. Um, that's probably the easiest way. Yeah, is, there, is, there, is, is this a free consultation for them? To oh, listen? yeah. Just want to give you yeah, a call? absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's really just to kind of understand what they're, growth. And we tell everybody like, you need to be in growth mode because it will come. So we love to kind of go over what to expect, how it works. Um, and, you know, I just want to remind everyone too, you know, one thing that we 
really focused on initially was being at price points that business owners could afford. So our outreach is just at $3.99 a month. So it was, we wanted it to be a digestible number um, that didn't feel like a huge commitment and didn't require a huge commitment to really start to get some traction on your business growth. Well, actually you bring up a good question about commitment. Um, now I think you can do podcasts five a day, seven days a week. If you really wanted to, you could do one a day, one, uh, five days a week or just once a week, right? You can do it any fashion. Are you finding a, some type of pattern that makes sense for people who want to really make this a lead generating program? So I like to do one a week. That's kind of my max. I feel like that both from a time commitment um, and to just kind of keep my story fresh, um, be excited to be coming in. I like, you kind of get sick of yourself talking if you've been doing like three a week. Uh, but that's just my personal preference. With that outreach number, um, you really can expect anywhere from two to five shows per month booked. And we feel like that's a good cadence. Um, we don't like to overbook people. They typically have to like reschedule a lot and things come up because we all, they're also running a business, right? And so we kind of go over that dynamic with our clients and say, you know, what is your preference? Do you want to block out a week and you're just doing shows or do you want to have that organically scheduled? So we're able to really work based on what our client's typical calendar looks like. Yeah. You know, and I think I need to take time to differentiate because I think it kind of led maybe some of our listeners down a path. There's two sides of podcasting. One is the host. In this particular case, I'm the host and Nicole's the guest. Uh, and that takes a little bit different discipline and different skill set. Not much, but different. Uh, but or I started out by being a guest on other people's podcasts. And that's really just letting them, usually they usually let you know what the questions are or you're just fielding questions of things you already know. And that's, to me, was a nice way to kind of wade into the water here is just mm -hmm. becoming a guest. Absolutely. And you, do both, and, you do, and you do both sides of that. We do both sides of that. And I always tell people when they go, well, should I be a guest or a host? I say, well, think about it in this terms. What's what is the time commitment or what is it you're wanting to do, whether you want to host a dinner or you want to be a guest at a dinner? Because that's really the difference. You are then responsible for that dinner and that evening and the guests feeling comfortable, or you're just showing up as a guest and everything is prepared for you. So wherever you're in that stage of life and business, that's really kind of the deciding factor. Yeah, yeah, very good, very well said. Well, Nicole, this is a fun topic. I encourage all our listeners to uh, give Nicole a call. It's what's nice about what Nicole is doing is not just, you know, just telling you to do a podcast. She's actually going to coach you from beginning to end, as well as help promote your podcast, either by getting you as a become a guest, helping you become a guest in somebody else's program, or help you become the host. And I think that's really a nice service you're offering to people. So to all our listeners, if you're not sure about podcasts, and give Nicole a call and uh I think she can definitely help you out. Um, and I really appreciate you taking your time today uh, to share your wisdom uh, with our listeners. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me again. Yeah, it was a fun, fun conversation. Hope you, hope, uh, hope you uh, have much success in this new adventure. Thanks so much, Rich. Thanks. Rich LeBron here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? 
Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.